Uh, hi everyone, welcome to Rob Evans 365, day number 203 today. And it's a beautiful fresh morning here. We've had some really hot weather lately and this morning it is, it's just nice. No breeze, it's about 13 degrees right now. It's going to be 27 today. And oh man awake since about 20 past five it's sunday morning and i said to sheree i've got to get up and and move uh, the bed doesn't exactly agree with my back and uh, i thought i would take her dog elsa for a walk uh, both my shoulders are a little bit sore this morning this is the trouble with shoulder surgery and uh, I used to get by before um, I had the other surgery because you know I could go from my back to lying on my left side um, because I found even lying on my right side so it pulls that shoulder forward that it causes me uh, some grief after a while now because I, uh, I can't do that on my left um, whether I consciously or unconsciously do it I'll end up in the night on the right side and uh, it can be a little bit sore so and it can wake me up in the night uh, which is unfortunate you know even after this amount of time uh, with what 18 months or more since the right shoulder was done I still do get that pain uh, if the shoulder's in an awkward position and because it has been working more than the left uh, to compensate um, it does cause me some some issues from time to time uh, not functionally uh, but just you know it's there's a, a pain there so I've got to get out and uh, get the blood circulating and just I don't know it just feels much better to be up and moving rather than lying down for that period of time really tired last night I don't know it's probably 10.30 by the time we went to sleep so a pretty good sleep so through till about 5 and then it's just need to get up and move so the rest of the family is sleeping and I am out exercising Elsa you can probably hear her puffing and panting and her little footsteps on the concrete as we're moving and I had a client ask me this week uh, when's the best time to do cardio so I thought I'd talk a little bit about that today there's some science behind this and you will uh, science behind what I'm going to tell you but you'll hear people talk about all kinds of different um, times to, to do the cardio and I guess I have two responses for that uh, there's one that you could say well scientifically this is the best best time to do it and then I'll give you the practical version first and and that is I would say when you are most motivated to do it um, if you are a not a morning person then and you're not going to enjoy it and it's always going to seem like a chore then perhaps getting up early in the morning and doing it early in the morning is not going to serve you well but if you have time at the you know say at lunchtime because you want to make the most of your day and you you know you um, I work in an office and you want to get out and have a break at, at lunchtime then I would say well that's a good time for you 
if you want to um, get out and uh, after work and stretch your legs and do that kind of stuff, uh, then that is going to be the best time for you. So I think it's important to, you know, like I was saying yesterday, plan your day so that you can schedule these pockets of exercise in so that it's going to support you and enhance your mood and so forth. So I'll give you an example of when I used to work in an office environment at RACV. That was my last corporate office job. Uh, I used to... I used to get up and um, I just found a golf ball in the park. Uh, I used to uh, get up early, get it to work early so that I could also uh, finish a little bit early to come out and spend time with the kids. Uh, but come sort of lunchtime, uh, you know, after five, six hours of a, a solid day, I, I would find that um, my mind would start to wander. It would not be as productive. Um, my problem solving wouldn't be as good. So I would just get out and walk. And so, uh, and by the time I get back, oh, what do you know? Some of the solutions that you were looking for had presented themselves, and um, you could keep, you know, being productive for the rest of the day. Uh, so uh, that one worked for me. For some people. It's, um, you know, they've got a a busy day and they're coming home from work and they feel super stressed and it's, like, I'd encourage them, look, rather than go home super stressed and uptight and, you know, angry and walking in the door and having a go at your kids or your, your partner or whatever, why don't you stop before you get home, whether it's the local footy oval or wherever, and just go for a walk and get it out of your system and you'll feel so much better just by moving. I've been walking now for about, I'll say seven minutes, and uh, I already feel better just because I'm moving. And the body says, oh, you're moving, this feels good. I'm sending serotonin uh, to your brain, which says, this is good, let's keep doing it. Uh, So there's a couple of tips, but now let's talk about the science. So, um, the best time to exercise is uh, the cardio I'm talking about here is get up in the morning before you have breakfast you go do your cardio come back and have your breakfast now the reason for that is that what you've got in your stomach overnight has generally been burnt off so what you're going to be burning is fat stores. Now, if you have, when we eat food, that food is basically turned to glucose uh, for our food to consume as fuel. Now, if you have breakfast, what's it going to do? It's going to consume, uh, sorry, burn off what you've consumed first and then start to uh, go into the, your fat stores. So um, this is why um, that is the best way to do it. Now, I would preface that on saying that we're talking about cardio here and we're probably talking about, you know, like I tend to go for, like if I'm going for a walk and this morning I'd be doing like, um, I don't know what the time is right now, but if let's just say I was doing like a, somewhere between 20 minutes to 45 minutes at max an hour of just walking, like I'm, 
you can hear that I'm not puffing, I'm walking at a pace that I can handle and um, still talk at the same time. So it's not intense. Uh, then I can handle this certainly for an hour. Uh, then um, I'm not going to run out of fuel uh, for the walk. What I can find is that if I'm... Uh, let's just say that I went later in the morning, like a little bit later, like towards time set now, so... I don't know, it's around 7.20 a.m. in the morning. If it was a little bit later, and I'd, you know, I'd slept in until like 8 or 9 and say so went for an hour, then I'd be hungry before I left. I can feel that I could eat food now, but I'm not super hungry. Uh, and look, I know my body pretty well, and I know when my blood sugars start to drop, and I can feel it. I can feel like a kind of a tingling across my forehead, that kind of kind of feeling I suppose and you, you can start to feel that you're drifting in your your thoughts and stuff and that's when I know okay I know the blood sugars are dropping I need to get some food in within the next you know 15 minutes kind of thing uh, so yeah so if you were going for let's say a bike ride <clears throat> like uh, have a client uh, who lives over the road from me and he'll go and ride 90 kilometers. So yesterday morning he did it. He gets up really early, goes for a ride uh, for about 90 kilometers on a Saturday morning. And uh, for him, if he got up and did that without any fuel, then that would cause him some real drama. Um, he would need to uh, need to make sure that he's fueled himself before the ride, and then he needs to make sure that he's fueling himself during the ride. And that's because of the incredible um, force that he's putting on his uh, aerobic system and the amount of calories that he's burning off um, through the intense efforts because he, he likes to ride the hills and, and so forth. So he's got to be really careful that he gets that right. Um, but in a perfect world, I would say you get up in the morning, hopefully it's early, go to your cardio for say 20 minutes, 30 minutes and then uh, come back and have some food and that's the you know the best way to be doing it and Elsa is trying really hard here we're going to have to put this on pause as I scoop up some doggy doo doo alright we are back uh, so definitely the best time to be doing it and there's a, a number of psychological benefits for it as well, putting aside the science behind it. And that is that one, you've got it out of the day, uh, sorry, got it out of the way and set yourself up for the day for success. So you've, um, you know, the day doesn't progress and things happen and you're like, oh man, I, I'm not going to get a chance to do that or I haven't done, I haven't done that. And you're really setting yourself up for success right from day one. And, uh, sorry, day one, from minute one of your day. Um, really, really important because a journey of looking after yourself goes forever. And you must get into these daily habits of success. And um, my perfect day will be doing what I'm doing now. It'd be getting up earlier, but um, getting up doing my cardio, having breakfast and then you know, getting on with my day, doing those things that 
uh, I need to get done to be productive and feel like I'm growing and all that kind of stuff. Making sure that I'm getting my workout in there, fueling myself appropriately, and then um, perhaps it's doing a little bit more cardio later on in the in the evening. And uh, you know, whether it's having a, a walk or you know something like that. Morning, morning. Good thanks. Uh, just to you know unwind and. Uh, you know, end the the evening relaxing. Uh, you know, maybe it's doing some reading, something like that. Watching a uh, you know something inspirational, a movie, or um, you know something on YouTube. And uh, for me, in, in terms of my health and and well being, that's uh, that's what drives me. So that's the solution for you. Oh, we've got a cyclist coming. I'll say you come here on shorter lead, girl. Um, yeah, in terms of the science, then morning. Morning. Uh, that's what that's what does it for me. I'm gonna get off this path. There's too many, too much activity here. Let's come down here. Uh, yeah, that's the the best approach to tackle it. Now, I, uh, last night I finished my Dr. Phil book. Now, I think I said I was going to read it in 15 days. Uh, I think, I, didn't, I wasn't too far off it. I don't think I hit the 15 days, to be honest. Um, but I, I went pretty blooming close. Uh, so, I'm about to start another book. But um, it's such a, such a great book. And I, I love how uh, you know, Dr. Phil was talking about... Uh, your your weight um, well obviously there's your, your weight loss uh, but then maintaining your weight for the rest of your life he talks about how you need to to make sure that you're conscious of it uh, every day and not necessarily to the point where it becomes fanatical uh, but it needs to um, you just become part of who you are and he says he doesn't know anyone that has had a long-term success in being able to lose and maintain their weight that hasn't had a clear plan for um, managing their weight on a daily basis, uh, which is just, I mean, it just makes common sense, doesn't it? Oh, come on, let's not... What is it with dogs whenever they go past a, a house where there's another dog they can't even see that they won't go nuts at it? Uh, well, to be fair, that was uh, another dog going nuts at Elsa and she just wanted to jump through the fence. But uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, so it, it's that constant uh, focus and plan every single day. As he says, it's not easy to uh, be able to, uh, you know, just have your ideal health accidentally show up. They're they're not exactly his words, they're my words, but um, it it requires dedication and focus and consistency, uh, which is what I talk about all the time. And you've you've just got to make sure that you've you've got the right environment that completely supports you to get the results that 
that you're really looking for. Uh, so um, I'm, I'm really impressed with his uh, his approach, and um, I am, you know, surprised at how similar our thinking is. Especially given that you know I've written my book and then I've read his, and I'm like, man, there's um, a lot of similarities here between our approaches, and yeah, I think that's quite exciting. So. Uh, yeah, so I'm excited to get through the book. I'm sure there's a number of references that I can pull pull out of um, Dr. Phil and refer to them over time because it's it's really golden um, the the content and because he's got a lot of credibility in what he does. Uh, I think I can you know draw parallels between uh, his approach and the way that I've been talking for you know 30 years about how we need to maintain our, maintain our health. Uh, I, I do believe, I think we have a, a slight difference in, in our approach in that I do believe that uh, once you condition yourself, it's easy uh, because I don't find it difficult to maintain the, the look that I have or be the way that I am am now because I've been doing it for so long it's just part of who I am but for many people they will fall back to these old behaviors and uh, Dr. Phil talks about uh, how you've got to be um, very aware of these dangers of um, becoming complacent and just falling back to those old habits of where you were before because you are in that that comfortable position and um, you know making sure that you do set yourself up in the right environment surrounding yourself with those people that are going to enrich your lives and support you in uh, so many different ways as opposed to you know disempowering you and again they're my words but um, same same outcome um, so, yeah, I was excited to read that. I think the, the next book I'm going to be reading is uh, uh, JT's. I've read the first few chapters of JT's book, but um, of the last couple of books I've read, one was, uh, was Brooke Shields because I, I was keen to uh, fully understand her journey before I interviewed her. Uh, then I read, uh, obviously, Dr. Phil's book because um, I was keen to... Um, to learn about him and I think I had something else in between which I can't remember what it is so um, I've got to crank out the books a little bit more uh, more regularly than I am right now I um, said so, yeah I'm going to read uh, JT's which is Millionaire Underdog and uh, yeah that's a more, more of a business business book um, uh, Russell Brunson's book I was reading Expert Secrets of I've read uh, no dot com secrets, and I have uh, listened to that in audio about four times now. Uh, really great book. This guy that uh, created ClickFunnels, which uh, our trial ended at that, and we've decided not to um, pursue it at this stage, just because it's not a complete database. Um, so it's just too difficult to manage um, the rest of my data. It. If they change it at some point, then 
terrific. Uh, I'm surprised they haven't sent me something actually or um, when you unsubscribe all you do is click a, a button which, which says you know it doesn't meet my or not what I'm looking for or you know, it doesn't meet expectations or something like that but there's no comment box to, to say so I don't know how they're ever growing it forward in, in that context but anyway uh, so we're sticking with our old entreport system and uh, we grow the business from there so the sun is, is a well and truly up now it's a beautiful morning I've taken an alternate walking path with Elsa there's no people down here it's nice and peaceful and uh, I'm going to end the 365 here I'm going to enjoy the rest of my walk and then head back for some breakfast with Sheree and the kids alright you have a great day wherever you are and I will see you tomorrow.